there was a sentence that was etched in the wall, and the sentence said, Un esprit saint dans un corps saint. It was written in French, which basically translates to a sound body in a sound mind, which came from a poet from the antiquity time period who said that a man should pray for a healthy mind in a healthy body. Now, what does this mean? Staying motivated takes work. If you don't work on your motivation, you become unmotivated. Join Umar Jang as he shares inspirational stories and tips to get you motivated to do whatever you need to do. This is the Motivational Voice Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Motivational Voice Podcast. This is session number 49. I hope you are having a good summer wherever you are in the world. As I'm recording this, I am actually in Cleveland, Ohio. We came out here due to a medical issue that my son was having, so we are here for about three weeks. So if you are in the area and you're listening from the Cleveland, Ohio area, shout out to you and thank you for listening. But this is life, right? So sometimes you make plans in life and things don't turn out the way you, you expect them to turn out, right? We didn't expect to, to be coming out of here right before the start of school, but but here we are. And I feel like sometimes you make plans and the universe just laughs at us because our plans don't necessarily go the way we we envision them. And that's totally okay. That's part of life, right? That's how why it's important to learn some of the skills that I talk about on this podcast to figure out how to overcome these types of things. All right. So enough said. Today we are talking about purpose, living a purpose-filled life. How do you live a life of purpose, a life that satisfies you? where you feel like you're actually contributing to, to, to life, to the universe, to society, that you, and you feel like you matter. How do you do that? So that's our topic today, and we are going to talk about that. If you are a long-time listener, thank you for being here. Thank you for being such a loyal listener. If this is your first time here, welcome to the podcast, and you are in for a treat. I talk about motivation, life skills, and essentially tips to help you improve your life and have the tools you need to be able to be a well-balanced individual so that you can go through life in the way that you want to go through life. Much like you, I listen to podcasts, and I'm very, very picky about the types of podcasts that I listen to. That's because I find my time to be a prized possession, right? And you should too. We have limited time on this earth. We have limited time in a day. We all have those 24 hours, so we need to choose carefully how we spend that time. But I wanted to share with you a podcast that I was recently introduced to that I thought was really, really br brilliant in the way that the podcast was put together. When I listened to this podcast for the first time, it put a smile in my face. And you will see what I mean in a second, because I'm going to play for you a very short trailer of this particular podcast that I'm talking about. Now, full disclosure, they are partially sponsoring this episode, but let's give it a listen. Leadership, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starfleet Leadership Academy, its ongoing mission to develop leaders through Star Trek, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. A leadership development podcast told through the lens of Star Trek, the Starfleet Leadership Academy, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. 
That is the Starfleet Leadership Academy podcast. Check it out and give them a listen and tell Jeff that you heard about their podcast on this podcast. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to today's topic, which is purpose. If you are at a point in your life where you are questioning or you're thinking about what your purpose is and you're wondering, am I living that life of purpose that I envisioned that I would be living? And you just feel like something is off or you're not maybe living up to your potential and you're not where you need to be. You may not know what it is, but you know that something is off. That's what we're going to be talking about in terms of giving you tips on how do you know if you're living a life of purpose? But most importantly, what are some of the things that you need to do to make sure that you're actually living that life filled with purpose? So first of all, let's define what purpose means. If you look up the word purpose in a dictionary, for example, you will see something like, it would say something like, something set up as an object or an end to be obtained. And that's what I want you to pay attention to. Purpose is an end to be obtained, right? And if you go further down and look up the the word purpose, you will see words like intent or intentionality. So what that means is when you're living a life with purpose and you're getting to do that, you're actually living your life with purpose, meaning you have an intent or an intention to do specific things in your life that you set out to do that will give you a certain satisfaction that will trigger feelings of fulfillment and satisfaction in your life, whether it be spiritual, physical, emotional, or or intellectual. And that's what we'll talk about today. So how do you live a life with purpose? Now, this is something that I do Personally, I don't necessarily, because I've done this for so long, I don't necessarily sit there and go through each of these, what I call foundations or frameworks, and we will talk about them shortly. And these are really, really important in if you feel like you don't quite know how to achieve your purpose. This episode will be very, very important in guiding you through what you need to do to get there. So I'm going to go through those shortly here. There are four core foundational skills that I'm going to talk about today that you can use to figure out if you're living that life of purpose and how to actually do that using these four methods that, I, that, that I'll talk about, these four tips rather that I will talk about shortly. So let's talk about this. I call them the framework of a purpose-filled life. So let's talk about first one. So the first tip is maintaining a spiritual foundation. What do I mean by that? When I talk about a spiritual foundation is not necessarily religion, and if it is religion for you, that's fantastic. For most people, that is the easiest way for them to grasp what it is and what I mean by maintaining a spiritual foundation. So it could also be your beliefs, you know, your core beliefs, right? What do you stand for? What do you believe in, right? It could be your view of, of good or bad. It could be your how you live life what are those glasses that you put on to allow you to go through life and make the decisions that you are making day in and day out and how do you filter every action that you do and every decision that you make in your life to make sure that you're actually doing what what makes you feel good what makes you feel satisfied and fulfilled right so that's what i mean when i say maintaining a, a spiritual foundation right so How do you maintain a spiritual foundation? Well, let me start by telling you a quick story here. There was a young man in his 20s who, right out of college, he felt like he wasn't really fitting in and he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. So he decided that he was going to backpack 
through Europe and Asia. So, and he did that. He, it took him months to do that. But he went. He wasn't really sure what he was looking for. He wasn't sure what his aim was, but he just knew that he had a calling or something was pushing him to do this one thing. And that was the one thing that he thought about out of everything else for, for some of us. When we're looking for purpose, we may do different things, right? We may become more religious or we may do more volunteer volunteer work or we may do things that we feel would make a difference on the outside, outside of ourselves, right? But in this particular case, this young man went backpacking in through Europe and through Asia. So after months and months of doing this, he met a lot of cultures, a lot of people. But most importantly, he, for the first time, was exposed to to other people's struggles, right? To other people's way of lives, to other people's mentality and way of thinking and seeing the world. One interesting thing happens when you travel and see other parts of the world. That's why I actually have an episode in on this podcast about traveling, and I'll drop that in the show notes. But when you meet people who are different than you, who are from other parts of the world, who live differently, something unlocks within you, and it makes you discover that there is something that was missing inside of you that created an unsteady or an unbalanced life, but you couldn't quite put words to that. And what that is, is it's actually a spiritual unbalance, which means that when you're on your own for the first time, where you start to think about the dangers that might surround you as, as a part of travel or living elsewhere, and thinking about other people and thinking about how you fit and how you matter, you start to slow things down. And when you do that, you start to realize that there's a certain spirituality around that. Again, for some, this is religion. And for others, it might be mindfulness or being more connected with the land and its people and starting to realize what's important in life. So you start asking yourself questions like, wait, why am I doing this? And this could be work, life, whatever you're doing that's causing you to be going and going and going nonstop. You start to ask those questions. Why am I doing this? What is my purpose? And then because you are in this environment, you start to connect the dots to say, okay, I see these people doing this and this and this, and they're happy. How can I replicate what they do in my life? And in the, for the most part, it comes down to just slowing down and focusing on what is important to you. And then focusing on how can I turn this into a spiritual experience so that I can feel that part of me that I feel is missing, right? And how I fit in the grand scheme of the universe. And when you do that, you can actually find your path to what that spirituality is. And again, for some, it's religion. For some, it could be meditation, mindfulness. And it could be just understanding that there is a bigger picture here that's actually leading our lives and that's leading us to, towards what we are meant to accomplish in life. Right? So that's the first pillar, if you will, the first foundation for living a purposeful life is to question your motivations, to question your part and in the world, your place in society, your place in the world, and how you fit and how you matter. So that's the first one. And the second foundation is cultivating an intellectual foundation. So the main difference between us and animals, of course, you know this, is that we can think, we can use our reasoning and our logic and think about things. We can make plans, right? And animals don't make plans, right? They, they just survive by 
by their basic instincts, by their natural urges, right? They eat when they need to eat, when they're hungry. They hunt when they're hungry. They sleep when they're tired. And they run away from danger if they feel like they can't overcome that danger or they might perish. But us as human beings, we were given a very, very powerful thing, which is willpower and the ability to make logical decisions and make plans and think ahead in terms of how we see ourselves in the future. We are the only animals that I know of that can project themselves in the future and see how their lives will be based on a set of decisions that we can make today, right here, right now. That's very, very unique. Now, you need to make sure that in your life, right, and generally it, there's a duality there, work versus life, life versus work, right? You need to make sure that you cultivate a sense of intellectual fulfillment. And what I mean by that is that from the time that you are a child, you are sent to preschool and kindergarten and primary school, and then you go on to college, you go on to potentially grad school, right? So our parents do that. Society does that because they want to educate us and give us the knowledge and experience that we need to become full members of society. But it's not just that, right? Because some people don't go to school, right? I, I, I tell the story of my dad quite often on this podcast, how he was self-taught and became a mechanical engineer for someone who didn't go to school. There are many, many other people out there like that. Getting our mind and our habits right is very important for our well-being. That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. But taking care of our bodies and especially what we put in it is equally as important. That's why I try to take those gummy vitamins every morning, but I can't, for the life of me, remember to take them consistently. So I was recently introduced to a better option from Athletic Greens. It's called AG1. When you take AG1, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens, and they help you start your day right. This blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and even aging. What's amazing about this product is that it contains less than one gram of sugar and has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or anything artificial, but it still tastes good. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, you can reclaim your health and strengthen your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water daily. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So the reason I'm telling you this is that even though some people don't take the natural normal path of going to school and going to college and grad school, now someone might become an apprentice of something and learn a skill and that could become their vocation and later in life their jobs, right? So you have skilled labor versus unskilled labor. 
But the reason why that's important is that it builds an intellectual foundation. Our brain is serving two primary functions in the grand scheme of things, right? It keeps us alive on one hand, and on the other hand, from, from an intellectual perspective and standpoint, it allows us to feel fulfilled, right? So as you're using your brain and you're doing things, your brain is creating new memories. It's forging new neural pathways. It's firing on all cylinders. Well, 10% capacity because we're only using 10% of our brain power, right? Imagine what would happen if we could use the other 90%. And there's actually a movie about this called, I think it's called Lucy, if I remember the movie well, where this character unlocks her her the other parts of her brain, the 90% of her brain, and as she's getting closer to the rest of that percentage of her brain, she becomes more than human. She becomes something else because her thoughts are transcending time and space and she can do amazing things, right? So no spoilers, I'll stop there and, and I digress. But the point I'm trying to make is that your brain should not just be used to keep you alive. When you do nothing or when you do a little bit of what you can do, what your potential is, your brain is basically just keeping the lights on, right? To allow you to go through the motions, breathing and, and walking and so on and so forth. When you don't challenge yourself intellectually through learning and through work, through studying, through being curious about life, going to different places and having new experiences, you end up having an intellectual unbalance. For, for most people, they're happy with that and you know they're happy to just live their lives. They don't care about learning new things. But there's a reason why when people retire, people start to get nervous around them because when they retire, they slow down. They're not doing as much. They're not using maybe their brain power as much. And what happens quite often is that within a number of years, those who retire will pass away. Now, you may make the case by saying that, well, if someone passes away, it's because they retired. They were over the age of 65, 70. They, they were old. They died, died of natural causes. But there's actually research out there that suggests that when you stop working and stop using your brain, you actually start to fade away to a certain degree. And that makes sense because when your brain learns something new, imagine that there's a highway in your head, like multiple highways and, and interstates. Every time you learn something new, there's a car that leaves a station and goes to another station and it fires a new neural pathway. And along with that, you gain all of those experiences and they benefit you as a person and they fulfill you intellectually, right? So without going into too much detail, it's important to keep stimulating your brain so that you can keep living the life of purpose that you want, right? This is one of the four things that I'm talking about here today on this podcast and you need to bring all of these things together, all right? So next I'm going to talk about the third foundation, which is having a physical foundation, now, there was a, the story of a woman who was feeling heavy and unfit and unhappy about her appearances. And she would run out of breath every time she went up the stairs or every time she came down the stairs. And she didn't like that, right? It felt like she ran a marathon every time she went up the stairs and came down. What did she do? So she started walking. And first, she was just going around the block and walking around her block, around her neighborhood, just taking a few minutes and doing it and taking 15, 20-minute walks she started feeling better about herself after a certain number of days and weeks. Her mood improved and she started feeling better about herself 
and having a different outlook on her life and a different perception on how she looked at herself in the mirror and how she thought about herself. So why did that happen? Did she lose a ton of weight? No. She, in fact, she had the same weight. The only thing she did differently is that she picked up a new habit, which is physical activity. So it's important to, to think of it from this light. Our body needs to move. When I was in primary school, I remember going to school in this particular classroom, and there was a sentence that was etched in the wall, and the sentence said, Un esprit sain dans un corps sain. It was written in French, which basically translates to a sound body in a sound mind, which came from a poet from the antiquity time period who said that a man should pray for a healthy mind in a healthy body. Now, what does this mean? If your mind is sharp and your body is neglected, there is a lack of balance there as well that will get in, in the way of you living your life of purpose. Why? Because you may not notice it, and in most cases you will, just like that woman, you will start to feel that there's something off about my body, about my being. Even though it's not necessarily something bad, we all look different. Some of us carry more weight than others. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. But when you don't move, when you lack that movement, your body is very good at learning to settle into whatever pace of movement you allow it to do and have. If you don't work out for, let's say, three months, you're going to notice that if you go up and down the stairs, you're going to be out of breath because your body has learned to reset its system, to reset itself, so that the heart rate will be different. It will be higher when you do something rather than lower if, if you on the opposite end, if you are walking out and moving, even walking around the block to keep your body moving, right? So that's why it's important to actually include physical activity as part of your purpose in life. Now, it might sound counterintuitive because most of us don't see purpose, having a purpose in life tied to moving physically, moving your body physically. But it's exactly as important, and which is why I talked about that quote, a sound body in a sound mind. It really does matter how your body feels. It really matters to your spirit and to your emotional well-being, how you physically feel, whether you're physically fit or not. Which leads us to foundation number four, which is build a stronger social foundation. Have you ever heard of the Indian tribes of Brazil? If you haven't, that's totally okay. Most people don't know about it and haven't heard about it. Now, why do I bring this up? This week, actually, I found out that the last surviving member of one such tribe that lived in the Amazon rainforest just died. You can Google it and it will come up. Just Google, last man in a tribe dies Brazil. And he was called the man in the hole because he dug holes around the Amazon rainforest to catch animals so he can actually feed himself. This man was the life surviving man of his tribe and no one knows his name. Uh, he looked uh, relatively young, uh, perhaps in his 40s, uh, maybe, maybe early 50s. But anyway, this man survived for 26 years alone in the Amazon rainforest. Now, despite multiple attempts to communicate with him by the, by the local government, he didn't want to communicate with anyone. He just wanted to be left alone. So he died this week. And by the looks of it, he died from natural causes. But I'm willing to bet that one thing that precipitated his death might have been isolation and being the last man 
of his tribe, the last man standing of his tribe after 26 years, during which he was living alone. The reason I'm telling you this story is that we are social beings. We were meant to live among other people, make friends, have families, get married, love and be loved, and live in a socially structured society. Now, this has nothing to do with being self-sufficient. I know in the Western world, specifically in the United States and the UK, Australia in general, particularly here in the United States, we are very, very individualized people. Most people who hit the age of 16 or 17 after they go to college, they generally leave the household and they go by themselves. Now, this is great for your independence and being an adult and learning how to live life. But on the flip side, there's a downside. And the downside is that we are sacrificing that emotional and social foundation that we need to actually feel part of our lives, to, to help us live our purpose-filled life. Now, if you doubt this, just think for a second. What happened during the pandemic? Worldwide, there was a mental health crisis, and according to the World Health Organization, the COVID-19 pandemic triggered a 25% increase in the prevalence of anxiety and depression worldwide. What does that tell you? It tells you that as a human being, you need to be around people who love you, people who care for you, people that you feel happy to be around. And that's very, very important to help you be a fulfilled individual. So this brings me down to the million-dollar question. How do you live a purpose-filled life? Well, for starters, you start by living a balanced life. You start by making sure that you have a spiritual, intellectual, physical, and social foundation, a strong one at that. Are you a spiritual person? No. Okay, then find something to believe in. Find what drives you, spiritually, something that is greater than the sum of you. Do you feel like you're challenged at work, intellectually? No? Well, then move. Change jobs. You are not a three. If you don't like where you work or even where you live, you can move. You can go to a place that intellectually fulfills you, that treats you better, that makes you feel like you matter and that you're making a difference. Do you move your body at least 15 to 30 minutes a day? No? Well, start moving, even if it means walking around the block or walking for five minutes. Start somewhere, right? The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Just take that first step, even if it's very, very small and it seems meaningless or insignificant to you, it actually matters. It sets a habit that over time becomes something greater, something that actually makes a big difference in your life. Do you have a support network? Friends, family, people who care about you and you care about, other than your spouse or your partner? No? Then get out there, get out of your comfort zone and find some hobbies that will push you out of your comfort zone so you can meet other people who have similar interests who can actually fulfill you. When you achieve balance by implementing these four foundations, they will give you the life skills you need to live your purpose-filled life. As always, you can find the show notes for today's episode on my website at umarjeng.com forward slash session 49. 
before we part ways, I'd like to ask you for one favor. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. And better yet, if you have a friend or family member or coworker that you feel would love this episode, share it with them, right? It may just give them the purpose that they've been looking for in life, or at least the answers that they've been looking for. When you share the podcast, it really helps others discover the show and learn from the information that I share. Thank you for doing that. This brings us to the end of this episode. Until next time, please stay safe and motivated. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Motivational Voice Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate it on iTunes. Get show notes and the latest blog post at omarjang.com. 